0: Hello and welcome to episode 249 of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. We have been at it for quite a long time, haven't we folks? Happy birthday, happy 80th birthday to Mr. Jimmy Page, happy 78th birthday to Mr. John Paul Jones that happened recently. The boys are getting up there. This is a nice little thing that just appeared and completely scotched my plans for today's podcast. Led Zeppelin Boots, all hail, he of the great YouTube channel, posted this new gems, fairly new, gems release of a nice upgraded source for June 22nd, 1977, Led Zeppelin at the LA Forum. This is a night that Mike Millard did not record. He was not there. We don't have a Millard tape. This is a night sandwiched right between Listen to This, Eddie, and Badge Holders Only. And it is good. It's a little wild. I like Jimmy's tone on this. I like this recording. It is a nice transfer, a definite upgrade to what we've had before. It's much more listenable, much more enjoyable. Dad Gad did a really tasteful remaster of this and makes it, although there's a lot of, yeah, there's a significant amount of distortion in the bottom end. It does not ruin the recording. And other than that, (laughs) other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Um, other than that, it's a lovely recording and an excellent show. And it's a show that, you know, has, doesn't see the light of day that often because the previous recordings, I think there's gosh, at least two or three, at least three record audience recordings of this night uh, that I know about. And this right here, folks, that released today is the best and my favorite of them all. So I hope you enjoy it. This is the second night of the legendary five night run. Was it five nights? However nights, however, however, nights, however many nights it was between the 21st and the 27th of June. I don't think they played on the twenty fourth, so maybe six nights. I don't know. It's Led Zeppelin, LA Forum. Always a good time, always a good show. This show is unique in that I think it is the only show that has both in My Time of Dying and Over the Hills and Far Away. That those two were switched out on this tour. It was an either-or kind of situation until this show where it became an and. So yay. And we're going to listen to a couple songs from this show, just a couple, because of length issues. Couldn't fit them all in, you see. But as I hope you know by now, you will be able to go to heartofmarkness.com and get this entire recording. And let me read it to you because it is not a complete recording, but it is more than we had and better than we had from this source so we don't get the song remains the same on this tape which is hey (laughs) that's good the song remains the same from this date is uh, a bit avant-garde so it's good no no great loss we get a good chunk of sick again nobody's fault but mine in my time of dying since i've been loving you the longest no quarter ever performed as far as I can find, clocking in at more than half an hour, thirty-three minutes. The Battle of Evermore going to California, Black Countrywoman Brunyar Stomp. The uh Black Mountainside White Summer I'm sorry I was thrown. Because Black Mountainside White Summer uh, is just folded into cashmere, it's not its own separate track. So I had to stop because I know I'm like I know I heard it, why isn't it here? And then, so Kashmir, Out on the Tiles, Moby Dick, 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 Over the Hills and Far Away, Jimmy's Noise Solo, and then Achilles' Last Stand, and that's it. That's what you get. You don't get Ten Years Gone. You don't get the other stuff. You don't get Stairway. No Stairway. uh, But you get the rest of this, and it sounds pretty goddamn good. So I hope you like it. It's a neat little thing. It really rustled my jimmies and uh, made me curl my toes in happiness. So let's get to it. What I'm going to play for you first is a very enjoyable rendition of In My Time of Dying. And the tone is evil, 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 evil. The slide on this, it sounds like to me that Jimmy is playing. (laughs) This is going to sound paradoxical. Through a pig nose. With a subwoofer. <laughs> so here we go. In my time of dying, plus a little, few other things thrown in. You know how Zeppelin B. All right, enjoy. June 22nd, new source. Thank you, gems. love the I'm a man bit. I love the sound. It's blown out. Don't get me wrong. It's way, but this, I love the I'm a man. I love the tone, even though it's a tiny, teeny, tiny bit bass heavy. Um, The vocals, everything about this sounds magical. Everything about this sounds magical other than the shitty, overdriven, overblown, distorted bass and bottom end. But this sounds like, to me, like a great candidate for one of those naked eye AI module plugins, artificially strip it, make it into multi track, you know, separate the instruments, separate the sounds, isolate that demon bass and put it in a cage, and bring out the brilliant guitar vocals bring some of Bonzo's cymbals and hi-hats up. I mean, I can hear them with headphones that they're there, but I can't hear them the way we should hear them. But that... Dadgad did a fantastic job of balancing that to the the point of listenability, at least for me. And I want to hear that. I want to hear this in better quality, and this seems like something that one of those AI things or one of these people who have the facility, one of these uh, in celebration for a king, the guy that did that, um, or the incredible Blueberry Hill. I'd love to hear that. So if you're out there, please, please, please. You heard Mr. Plant. No one's been squeezing his lemons. The best way to rectify that is to make this a better recording. How does that track? Don't think about it. Just do it. Alrighty, that made me really happy. And I am often not a huge fan of the live in my time of dying, but I don't know, since I started this podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm so turning into one of one of those. Everything is great. Led Zeppelin never had a bad night things. It used to be when I started, I was like, whew, that one stunk bad. Everybody was fucked up there. And now it's obviously they were in a more experimental phase and, um, So it's funny. It happens Stockholm syndrome in slow motion, but not in this case. This really is a fun fun. That was a great, great, great performance. High spirits. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's smiling. It's good. It's a 77 show with 75, 73 ish vibes. Not that I am a golden God kind of thing, but an honest, I don't know. Something about this makes me feel a little warm in my heart, right? A little warm hearted. All right. Next show, last show, song rather, last song I'm going to play for you is the 33 minute no quarter. And I've heard this twice so far. This will be the third time because I listen to these as you hear them too as well. Um, There's magic in this too. Is it the goat? I don't think so. Is it great? Yes. It's very interesting. It's very well done. It's very... There's something good about it. There's something extra yummy about it. Umami. Auditory umami. So let's jump to it. Now it's 30 minutes long. It's half an hour long. So you know there's going to be a little bit of piano. That's good too because the boy can play. All right. Let's listen to the longest no quarter that we know about kaboom.
1: Steel. this Yeah. <laughs>
0: For that abrupt tape cut and splice or whatever happened there, that was something else. There was some amazing stuff in there. Some parts of that, some parts of that towards the last of the long ass sections, um, sounded like Pink Floyd in a very, very good way. I mean, they were trying some new stuff. Jimmy was definitely doing some stuff outside the box and nailing every attempt and the band was seemed to be extra tight there. It's, it had a bit of that 1973 uh pocket. And it's nice to hear everybody listening to each other and responding to each other. Cause in 77 that, I mean, there were several things first John Jonesy moving to the eight string Alembic bass that really changes things. Uh, Jimmy's tone became different. He had a different sound. Bonzo was playing those. Uh, he wasn't doing the Vista lights anymore. His drums were very more were a lot more metallic sounding and, and, and aggressive and, and sharp. So it was a different sounding band playing different songs in a different way, using different phrasings and voicings. Uh, and very much in a way of uh, like David Bowie transitioning from Ziggy Stardust to the Thin White Duke. Same guy doing a lot of the same songs and some new songs, but a new look and a new personality, a new persona and a new way to approach the music. So almost like a different artist. That's what these boys are doing. All right. Well, just with those two songs, we're an hour in almost. So um, let's call it there. Thank you for listening. You can go to heartofmarkness.com and get this complete recording and listen to it. Really enjoyable. Magical. Uh, That was a magic night, at least for those two songs. It's magic. And I would love to hear what some of these young whippersnappers could do with this to make it sound even more so. My God, it's full of stars. All right, thank you very much. Please be good to yourselves and each other. And... All that jazz and talk to you next time.